0: Welcome back, everybody, to After the Checkers. We have a super cool, uh, it's episode number 99, um, and it's for the Ironman, Shane Sebraski. Everyone's going to recognize this guy. Um, and I thought, Mammy, it was appropriate to celebrate the 800th win. And uh, in the time between when we said, hey, let's celebrate the 800th win, we're already at number 811. And so the, the wins are coming fast and furious for the 7A. So welcome back to the show, Shane. How are you? Thanks. Good, Kyle. How are you? I am well. I am well. Congratulations on 800 and 801 and 2 and all the way up to 811, I guess. Um, we we had chatted just sort of tongue-in-cheek, but it, it would have been really cool if it had worked out that I said, man, it'd be really kick-ass if you just held off and got 800 at Granite City so that I could be the announcer that gets to say, this is number 800. And, right. and you had a really really great answer to that that kyle i i gotta tell you if i'm at a different track and i'm coming out of four i'm i'm probably not going to hit the brakes <laughs> <laughs> which is good so it's um the most obvious question and this is the the question that that um that i've asked it before and you always have the same exact answer is does it ever get old your, your 811 feature wins in is it do you ever think I can let this guy buy and it's not going to, it's not going to hurt too much.
1: No, I, I still really enjoy winning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's, uh, I wonder like you're like Dick trickle is the winningest stock car driver to my knowledge anyway, winningest stock car driver ever. And I, it would be fun to be able to ask him the same kind of thing as if 35, 40 years into his career, like You ever, do you ever think, oh, that guy battled, that guy right in front of me. I know this is going to be his first win. I'm just going to let him have it. Or is it like, nope, like I'm going around him on the high side. Like he's tied to a post kind of a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't, um, I'm trying to think if I've ever run into them situations. I don't know if I have where I thought about it. Like it just, it's one of those deals where you're out there racing and you, uh, you're just giving it all you got, you know, There's and one goal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times you'd like to think, yeah, you could let that guy go for his first win, but is, is that guy going to hang on to second? And then, you know what I'm saying? Like if I had to let him win, what if he got, he might ended up third anyways or right. something. Exactly. You, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and so, and I think, I honestly think most drivers, especially if it's you Shane, if, if, if I just, if I outdrive Shane Sobraski and I beat him to the, to the line, that that's a, that's a feather in a lot of driver's hats, um, oh. simply because I beat the seven A. and, <laughs> and, uh, whether, whether it's honestly, whether it's for the win or whether it's for third or whatever it is kind of thing, people want to beat you and they want to beat you pretty badly. And, yeah. and when they do, you know, you freaking beat someone at that point, you know? And so it's, it's, um. I would think most drivers, any driver worth their salt, that's going to be ahead of you in late stages of a race. They, they would rather race Shane at a hundred percent and, and get second, than than have Shane lay over and give you 75% and, and let me win. Like no one wants to get their first win on charity kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. Um, okay. So, um, Eight hundred and eleven wins. This is how it breaks down, and and full credit to Katie Sabraski, your <laughs> lovely bride of of twenty some years. Um, this is how it breaks down. Do, do you know? Do you know the breakdown?
1: No, but I know that you just said twenty some years with her it makes me feel old. But go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I I hate to tell you, buddy. You you kind of are, and so <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So I, to be honest with you, before we get into that, I, as, as preparation for this, I thought about the first time you and I met you were, you had to have been 14 or something like that racing snowmobiles. And I was, I was the flag man initially. And then the announcer in the last couple of years that you were, you were racing and you and I raced together in the buddy race on the, like I started, you finished kind of a, a race and, uh. It was a lot of fun you were you were a daredevil back then and and one just about everything you touched even as a little kid so um i distinctly remember uh you were an Articat guy all the time and there was a uh at the track where i was the announcer there was this huge tabletop like you jumped 80 90 feet in the air everybody did and and you landed one time and and maybe hadn't wicked up the 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 track the track speed and the ground speed didn't match and you ripped a track right apart. And it, I remember that. Yeah. It was crazy. Like you didn't crash or nothing, but you like hit the gas and there was just no track to drive you kind <laughs> yeah. of a thing. It was I pretty was crazy. Riding on the pony wheels. Yeah. You were just on the wheels as all, but, yeah. but uh, okay. So here's how it breaks down. You are the most dominant, believe it or not in a B mod, like the most wins are uh, in your six, short of 300 wins 294 wins in a b mod um and i would attest to that back in the days where i was announcing that north central speedway you were up there all the time and you won like that's just what you did like there was nobody gonna beat you in a b mod kind of thing and so um at some point you came into the super world which is maybe Oh seven, oh eight, somewhere in there is when you, is that about when you started in the Supers? Um, I
1: feel like maybe
0: cheaper. I feel like more like 10, maybe. Okay. More, more recent to now. Yeah. Okay. So Supers, you have the second most win total um, in of, of your three classes, uh, 272. And so, so that'll maybe be the next milestone for us to start looking at is 300 wins in a super. Um, Who's got the most? What's that? Who's got the most in the super? That I don't know. That oh. that's we we got to talk to the boss Ben Crookton, and he would be <laughs> able to you. tell us for sure. Ben has all of the numbers. Um, kind of cool. He's a little stingy about sharing those numbers, but he knows them numbers and okay. so um uh we could maybe find that out and put that I'll try to find that out and have it in the comments or in there the description it, of the show so um yeah 272 uh and so you're whatever that is 28 away from from 300 in the supers alone uh and then in the modified you're 245 and this is as of today like this is you you have 811 wins in those three classes which it it brings me back as the announcer. I guess because you, this is not like the only three classes that you've ever raced. You've right. raced other classes. Like you, you certainly didn't start in a B mod. You started in a short tracker. Yeah, and you won a fair amount there. Yeah, there just is no recorded history of it, right? Great. Right, right. And so, so this whole eight hundred win thing might be eight fifty already, right. based right. on based on all of the feature wins in a car. Um, there just was nobody. You didn't have a lovely wife at that time to record it all. You had a girlfriend. Cause you, like you and Katie had been together since you were like children.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Cause that, that little kid that was 14, 15 years old. I remember Katie being there at that point.
1: So I think I was, I think she was 16 and I would have been 18 then.
0: Well, you seemed really a lot younger than that. <laughs> that's probably true that's probably true. So, but yeah, you guys were, you were just children together already. So, um, so yeah, so that's the 811, 294 in the B mod, 272 in the super and 245 in the, in the modified and, and obviously not in the B mod too much, two, three, four times a year at special races where you jump in, in someone else's B mod and, and go try to play Superman and collect all the money. Um, and, and actually would not, not Shane Sabrasky like success in the B-Mod recently. Yeah.
1: At, uh, just like this year. Yes. Yeah. I kind of struggled this year in the B-Mod. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. People will love to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but the super stock this year, especially Shane, like you, I should, I should know the number this year in the superstock, but it's, it's damn near 30 wins already in the super 29 20 yeah so like that's yeah that's (laughs) it's just uh it's what is is there a secret to it like is there is there like how does how does a guy go out there with the level of competition in the super stock class because it's like there's legit i mean if we take the 7a out of it there's 15 guys that can win any given night at any given track and then, and then you throw the 7A back in there, and the 7A wins by six seconds. And so, how, what, without giving too many things away, like what, where does that come from? How, how are you able to do what you're doing? I don't, I don't know. I know me and James
1: uh Trantino, We talked the other day too, and he uh, asked me kind of the same question: What are you doing? But like, I just honestly just have a good setup in there, and I've been working on you know, trying to make the right rear feel good to me in that car. And um, I don't know, everything just kind of came along with it. But then this year, I know one of the things, like they allowed us to run a lot better front brakes in that car this year. And so with that being said, I always used to struggle with too much rear brake all the time because you couldn't use good front brakes. Sure. And uh, so I feel like that helped us a lot this year. Um, But otherwise, yeah, I don't know, just been working on like when we built this car too we put a lot of time into trying to make it the best we could you know because right. we used to get our ass handed to us by dave moss all the time
0: so <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that's a steel sharpened steel thing that was i have a conversation i i work with with one of uh your fellow super stock drivers austin niemeyer yeah and and uh, you know, Austin pretty well. And, and he and I were talking, uh, we, you're, you're a frequent subject here about how, you know, he's going to go out and light you up and, 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 you know, just drive past you. And then we all laugh and, cause that's just not going to happen. But um, the subject was, was exactly that of who, who does Shane fear kind of a thing. And, and when, because when if if everybody's at a track in the 7A holler, the West Metro Buick GMC holler with the 7A on the side of it goes in, everyone has a collective f. Like, <laughs> damn it, you know this was my night, and 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 so is there is there a driver that when you show up at the racetrack does is Dave like when Dave shows up are you like you're gonna have to put the work boots on tonight or is it back in the day it was it was Tim like you're the only three guys I know of Tim, Dave and Shane. Like you, there's just right. one, one name guys and you know exactly who it is. And without, without disrespect to anybody, Tim Shane and Dave are the three best super stock drivers that have ever walked on the planet. And it's not disputable in my opinion. And so do those, when those two guys are at the track, are that there's a, is it, are you nervous? Um, I definitely used to be, but I
1: feel like with this new car, we've been really good. So I, I don't know if I, I'd still get nervous, like just for big shows in general and stuff, but I don't know if like
0: really one driver
1: really psychs me out anymore. That
0: causes that nerves. It's more just the race itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I, even on any given night, like
1: I, I honestly don't even like, I like watching races, but at the same time, I don't like watching them because I see how fast people are going. And it like kind of psychs me out. Like I got to go out there and go that fast. How do I, how am I going to do that? You know, I don't, but just, I sort of get myself worked up by watching races. So I try not to sometimes.
0: I have had other people tell me that same exact thing. And, and for whatever reason, it's mostly sprint car drivers that have, that have told me that, that like, I'm not watching that. Like the last thing I need in my head is the realization that I'm eight inches from a concrete wall right going 110 miles an hour (laughs) like I nobody no I don't need that realization in my head I just need to think I'm in total control and and uh yeah that's it's funny that that in the car you feel completely at ease and and like you can put that car anywhere off the track you're like am I Am I going that fast? Like that? Right. This is scary now. And so, it's uh, I see it in the modifieds. Like it, I think, Christ Almighty, those guys are going fast. Like that is right. crazy. And and then when you all get linked up, and it's you know either right around the bottom or right around the top is where everyone's running. And I always think of it from the announcer's point of view that if if third place screws up a little bit, there's eight cars that can't react fast enough. To not be in the accident, kind of a right. thing, because you're so close and you're so fast. It's uh, it's it's that's how big accidents happen, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sure. So okay, so let's go through some memories. Eight hundred and eleven feature wins. Um, it would be interesting to know how many starts that is. Like that, I, I, Katie maybe has that. I don't know, but um, if is that two thousand starts? Is it you know that like how many how many times have you taken a green flag? We know 811 checkered flags, but it'd be interesting to know what the win percentage is. So favorite memory of the 811 feature wins. Is there one that stands out a little bit above the others?
1: Um, jeepers. I still would have to say like my rookie year when I won mod nationals at Alexandria was super cool for me. So the mod nationals in the B mod or in the A mod? A mod, my yeah. it was my rookie year in the A mod, and they when Chris used to pay the seven grand at at Alexandria where it yep. originally started.
0: yeah. that would be the one. I think so. Yeah, that's a that's,
1: that's a, a big one. yes, that yeah. Ogilvie's right up there too. That was pretty fun too.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. So so there's there's that side of the coin. What's, what's the other side of the coin? What's the one that hurts the most?
1: Uh, definitely Mike Anderson beating me at Ogilvy for 10 grand to win by yeah. like two tenths, maybe, or a tenth. That, I don't know. It was super close. No, that, it wasn't even tenths. It was hundreds. Yes. Is that, <laughs> yeah. The,
0: yeah. Yeah. Tents, tents. You can see hundreds. Are, yeah. No, are,
1: yeah. It looked like we were tied, but yeah. I messed up on the last corner and. I yeah. was there.
0: Yeah. I was
1: there. I was Did screaming.
0: You, my helmet <laughs> i bet you yeah and nothing nothing positive i bet you no because <laughs> no, it, it looks like i'm gonna protect the inside at all costs and and you kind of got in and the car kind of bounced a little bit and race I hit the
1: hole that i knew was there yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. well you got to step on it every now and then i guess to know it <laughs> i guess that's yeah yeah but so that's the toughest yeah is is the second toughest the uh, the one point that Dan Ebert cost you at Ogilvy last year?
1: You know that was sort of a stinger, but at the same time, I had chances to gain it back, or I had chances to be more ahead, and it probably not trying to sound, but yeah, if it would have been my first national championship, it probably would have stung a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Yep.
0: But yep. yeah. Is there still um that that couldn't have been as a spectator, if you win that race or if, if Dan wins that race, the race was spectacular to yeah. watch Um, yeah. it, regardless of, of who won that race. If if the two of you take each other out in third place wins, that right. would have been spectacular, too the fact that you two come off and they're like, I have a picture of it and I don't know who took the picture. If it was JC or, or Nick or some, one of the photographers has a picture and you can literally see this little sliver of daylight between (laughs) your car and his car. And, and then between his car and the outside wall, there isn't five inches. And and the two of you never touched each other that, that you raced clean. He raced clean. It was It was spectacular. Like it is that can, can you see the appreciation in the race, even though you didn't win? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Like where the two of you high five each other in the tech shed and go, that was awesome. Yeah. 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 So, okay. I uh, was at Dan's shop a
1: few weeks ago. I had him checking a shock for me and I seen he had the picture blown up on the wall, uh, Probably that picture you're talking about. I'm sure it is. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Yep. It is awesome picture. So um okay. So who is the toughest? Pick pick your class of the 811. We just talked about Tim and Dave. Um, whether it be B Mod way back when you were a regular B Mod guy, or obviously now you're super and modified exclusively. Um is there who's who's the toughest guy to line up against and know that you gotta beat him? Like way back then or no? Doesn't matter. It, it in in throughout who, who of in the eight hundred, let's say it's two thousand starts, who's who has been I the toughest to guy?
1: Like way back when I was first starting in B mods, like Dale Matheson and Dick Peterson were both like untouchable when yeah. in B mods back in when I was first starting out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So twenty twenty years ago. Yeah. 20 years ago this year actually I think 2002 (laughs) is when you started
1: yeah I'm thinking like probably around oh four I'm gonna say in that around that area those guys were very tough oh three oh four
0: yeah that's that makes sense because those are two pretty damn big names from back then for sure so
1: I mean there's a lot of great guys out there but it just seems like starting position is so important and your car being right and whatever nowadays it yeah. is it's you know you can hold on to a win if you start up front kind of deal but back then it didn't seem like between those two it didn't matter where they started they won so they won.
0: yeah exactly <laughs> there's a lot of people that are watching this right now going yeah shane doesn't matter where he starts <laughs> you win and so it's uh was that ever a goal back then did you have in your mind to be who you are now
1: no no I just you know I talked to Jeff about this the other day like I just really he said to me when we were at Wilmer he's like we were sitting on the tailgate watching racing and he's like you love this shit don't you and I said I do and then uh we just got talking about it and I said you know like I feel like I should be good at it because I I use perspective of like drum players like I get the chills watching a drum, drum player play yeah. drum. Like, I just think it's neat, but they dedicate, like, their whole life to it. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, I just feel like I have always put racing kind of first. Like, I probably should put my job first, but a lot of times I don't. Exactly. <laughs> and so, I feel like I have put a lot into racing, and I should be good at it, you know? Yeah, yeah. as much as I go, yeah. and I've had very good sponsors through the
0: years and stuff, so it would be pretty disappointing to put the effort and time and energy and money and, and be a fifth place guy. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a whole different show, wouldn't it? Um, so the, the question that I think a lot of people have, uh, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ask it. Um, even though I, I'm 90% sure I know the answer is when, when is the, the super get hung up and we start on a, on getting 300 wins in a late model. Yeah. I don't know. I,
1: I would like to say, I would know that answer, but I don't know that answer. And I hope we do sometime before long, I guess I would say. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. My son sort of talked about wanting to race super. So I don't know if he maybe would someday and then I would get a late model or something. I don't know for sure Sure. what we're going to do.
0: Yeah. That would be, or, or you can do what Tim and, and uh, the the one junior and the L1, the little one, uh, yeah. those two are going out racing head to head. They just this past Saturday and Brainerd, they ended up, they started right next to each other. And neither one really gave anything <laughs> to the other one. And I'm like, do you think Tim's just playing with his kid? And I'm like, I think Tim had spin his kid to win this, right? Like, I right. Think, think Tim just wins. It right. he, he doesn't care. So it's, uh, do you do you look forward to that lining up against your kid? um i don't know if i
1: really ever want to race my kid to be honest like i'd love to see him succeed with it and whatever but um yeah i don't know for sure like i think it's it'd be cool like i know i uh i like to uh i like to watch like jimmy mars and stuff with his kid i think that's super cool
0: yeah yep I, I think if uh, if it if it be, if it gets closer, Shane, and it becomes a reality, there's honestly nothing like it. And, right. and if we go back to the beginning of this conversation, have you ever have you ever let someone win? <laughs> you 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 don't you don't let them know that you're letting them win, but right. you absolutely like you might just remind them that Dad's right there, coming out of four, kind of a thing, but. <laughs> But you, you you give it quarter throttle, not half throttle coming out of four on the last lap if if yeah. if the 7A junior is in front of them, kind of a thing. So awesome. Okay, so I started this deal a couple little bit ago. We'll go into the fun stuff here. Um this little little game called first, last, best, worst. And so you pick one category, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick race cars, things that you've raced because you've raced snowmobiles, short trackers. Like there isn't a class, I don't think that you haven't at least tried, right? And motorcycles. Oh, ah, uh, dirt bikes, yeah, dirt bikes, yeah. Um, so snowmobiles, dirt bikes, almost every class of cars. So, so everything that you've raced. What is what was the very first thing that you ever raced? A kitty cat. Kitty cat. So like as a little little kid.
1: Five. Yep. Yeah
0: yep nice okay uh what was obviously what was the last thing that you raced I'm guessing was a modified or a super stock yeah yeah yep okay uh what was the best thing that you've ever raced the best thing
1: I've ever raced like just the funnest I've had
0: yeah yeah
1: um man I I'm gonna say the modified like it just And I think it would be the same for me, you know, as you move up a class, it's just more rewarding. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I know the mods almost the top of the line for class and it's, it's tough, you know, so I guess it's just a lot more rewarding for me to win with or not, not downgrading any other class. It's just the way I feel it is.
0: win at the highest level, there's a, it's a better, it's the adrenaline is better.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, like my super, I, I do have fun in that car. It's very fun to drive and the guys are all great and stuff. So it's like, I mean, I have fun in that car too. It just is probably more rewarding with the mod.
0: Yeah. And and so do you two years from now when you're the, the, the rookie late model champion, <laughs> national champion, do you, do you think it goes to that then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so then, so, that was the best. What's the worst thing that you've ever raced? Like never doing that again?
1: Uh, I think my buddy DJ talked me into racing a Hornet or a Stock or something at Granite City, and I kept spinning out. That would have to be the worst.
0: <laughs> I would love to be the announcer for that. Like, we got to make that happen again. Where I Shane it was, was, was a front wheel drive Hornet. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't, drive it. couldn't drive it. Well, that's some people have talent, Shane, and others don't. And that's right? just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. So uh track term, uh, every week or every episode, I have a, 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 a track term, like we dirt racing, there's kind of their own vocabulary. Right. And, uh, and if you said things that dirt trackers say to each other in the real world, nobody would know what you talk about. And so the, the, the term for Shane Sabraski, who runs super stocks and modifieds is deck height. What is deck height to somebody that's not from dirt track racing? What is it yeah
1: hmm. you that have to
0: describe of... it describe it to somebody at uh the Olive Garden that's never been to a dirt track race.
1: It's the height of the back of your car
0: perfect where <laughs> where is that measured then in the middle off to the sides middle yeah Yep. i'm I'm joking because it's like the most controversial damn thing in the yeah, like, <laughs> deck height must be like the I don't know. It's something bad. Nobody likes deck height at all, ever, anymore. So um, um, at least not if you're this far over. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, okay. So yeah, here, here it is the height, the height of the flat part of your body at the back of the car right in the middle. And so, um, okay, rapid fire questions. We do this every single week as well. It is sponsored by uh, Minnesota Trek Headquarters. I encourage everybody, Your mth.com, go there, check it out. Buy a car if you need a car. Um, So these are your rapid fire questions. Um, What is the, and these are a little deeper than the normal. There's a couple of them that are stupid. There's a dad joke coming up here, but um, what is the first thing that you think of when you hear the word competitor? Who do I think? Yeah. What, what, when you hear the word competitor, what's the first thing that comes into your head? Is it a person? Is it the idea of competition? um i'm gonna say a, a person and and who is that person <laughs> need, we need to know the name
1: uh dave can just because dave is uh he's a very tough competitor and i yeah. know he feels himself off of um like people talking negative of him or anything uh-huh. like that kind of funny because i've heard him say, oh,
0: it's just going to make me want to go faster.
1: <laughs> so. it, it,
0: it, and you, you know, if you can turn that, if you can turn that negativity coming at you into something positive inside of you, that's, that's a win. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, it's the ultimate rebuttal to the guy that's hating on you is if you're, if he's the one giving you the fuel and, and, and feeding the fire, there's nothing better than that. And sure. so that's awesome. So, um, this is the dad joke this one so if you were Canadian right um what month would July be you know like January's one February's two so July what what month would July be if you were Canadian
1: what month would July be if I was a Canadian
0: it's a dad joke remember July no in the numbers you know January's one oh. February's two um a. it'd be the 7a exactly <laughs> people are going oh my god that's stupid and it and they're right that's it exactly um so are you afraid of anything this is question number three are you afraid of anything
1: yeah race,
0: race car wise let's say race car wise
1: yeah i would say i'm not a wide opener on the wall type of guy
0: I I would agree with that. You tend to be uh wherever the guy in front of you isn't guy though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can do it. I just, I'm not most comfortable there.
0: Yeah. Where, so are you, I suppose you're comfortable kind of everywhere, but the, like you prefer not to be six inches from the wall.
1: Yeah. I think that's kind of why
0: I don't get along with Fergus falls that great. <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of wall running. Well, and Ogilvy can kind of get up there. There's every track can get up, is that every track that has a wall. You...
1: It can. It just seems yeah. like I ninety four, like the the berm or the cushion is always like right at the right wall.
0: At the wall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's that I'm scared or I just hate having to put my spoiler back on. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, that's uh Someone told me the other day that that's a badge of honor. If you if you can take the spoiler off. <laughs> and not crinkle the quarter panel that you know you're there's there's a one inch variance there if you can take the 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 spoiler off without crinkling the panel that's like a trophy right yeah uh, it be. exactly it's an expensive trophy but it's a trophy nonetheless but <laughs> um what is what is Shane sobraski 20-year veteran at the highest level what is his advice for a brand spanking new driver mm. Seat time. Seat yep.
1: time. Yeah. Learn, uh, learn to watch to read the
0: racetrack. Is it, do you, if, if, if brand new race car driver walks over to the trailer and says, Hey Shane, do you got a minute? Do do you, are you honest with your, with your, if they ask you a question about this, that, how do I get better? How do I not get lapped on lap 10 of a 20 lap race? do you help him out yeah i try to yeah mm-hmm. i i i think more more top level drivers should do that and here's the reason why is because eventually the new guy that is frustrated beyond belief because he's getting lapped on lap 10 of a 20 lap race quits because yeah. it's not fun and and he's in in the top 5's way at some point during that race and if everybody can be better then everybody is better. And, right. and that it sounds simplistic, but I, I, it's more fun to be competitive than it is to be in the way. And, and I think, I think if more drivers like yourself or Dave Kane or uh Dave Mott, like pick, pick the, the biggest drivers in, in each class, if, if, if they walked over to the bottom five drivers in each class and said, Hey, can I, can I give you some advice on tire pressure or getting these bars set? Right. Because I, I followed you in practice and there ain't nothing right about the back of your car kind of thing. Can I help you? I, it's, <laughs> I think we would have, I think the, the, I think we would grow. Don't you, don't uh, you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, okay. So uh, you kind of said this a little bit earlier in the, the last question is always a little deeper, a little more thoughtful. Um, what would you regret not doing if you don't do it before you, before you hang up the helmet and hang up the shoes? Yeah. Racing a late model. Late model. Yeah. Yeah. So you've, you've run them just never like as a seven, a on the door, I'm running a late model.
1: Yeah. Basically just jumped in one a night and tried it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even know really if I would like it. I just would like to give it a whirl yeah
0: yeah yep um a lot of people have told me that it's easier to drive a late model than a modified
1: yeah i don't know yeah
0: i, I don't I know, know either, just but...
1: because like i look at uh say rodney sanders he doesn't seem to do real hot in the late model or jake o'neill some of them good guys then like i know buzzy you're on a late model for a little bit i guess i don't know his exact reason for going back to a mod but Um, He didn't seem as dominant in the late models he does.
0: So I I think there's the level of competition at every level is is harder and harder and harder, right? Like you're, it's, it's the reason college football players are the best college football player who ever lives. And then, and then they get cut their second year in the NFL because you're not a great NFL player. You're a great college player. So if you're, if you're the, the best super stock driver that's ever lived, maybe you're not a great late model driver, but man, do we want to know Shane, if you're, if you're a great late model driver, cause I bet you are, you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah,
1: Probably a definitely a whole new learning curve. I'm pretty sure. I but. bet you.
0: I bet you. So, well, those are, that's the, the your MTH.com rapid fire questions, the five questions that may or may not have to do the racing from Shane Sobrasky. So thank you for that. Last thing, is the pay it forward question. And this question comes from a a fellow legend by proxy. Um, And what I mean by that is the the guy who I just interviewed and and in real time, I just did it last night. In Showtime, they're gonna be a week apart, but um, a guy by the name of Clarence Washburn, uh, number three, late model driver. Uh, Clarence is 79 years old. Uh, and has been racing since 1970 and it's now 2022 that is 52 years that he's been climbing through the window of a race car Um and only raced in two classes he raced in sportsman which was the class that wasn't the late model class in the 70s there was only two classes Um, and then in the late 70s early 80s he climbed into a, a late model and he's been in a late model literally ever since Wow. like the the late 70s or early 80s. And so um, runs full-time. It's not like he runs once a year to keep the streak alive. He runs three, four nights a week, every week. And um, uh, it's amazing. So his question for you, he knew exactly who you were. Um, and his question for you was, do you still enjoy today as much as you did jumping in that short tracker 20 some years ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's still super fun to me, but I guess the, it was probably a little more exciting, I suppose, when I first started out just because it was something so new to me. Oh, new. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's a good question though. But yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it was very fun back then. And I still look forward to doing racing. So
0: I guess yeah. it's fun. <laughs> I asked him, I asked Clarence a similar question is you're 52 years. You're going to be 80, 80 years old. And like, is there plans like it, like I'm going to hit 80. He said his birthday's in June. Like, do you, are you quitting next June when you turn 80 and you race one time and say, Hey, I raced until I'm 80. And he goes, what the hell would I do if I quit like that? There's, I race cars. That's what I do. He goes, once you've done it long enough, it's what you do, right? Like you, you breathe and you're not going to quit breathing and I race and I'm not going to quit racing. And so it was, and I, I can see you being, I can see you being that guy that that's 20 years from now, we're talking about race win number 1500 or whatever it is at the time. And, and, uh, Man, if I'm still doing the show 20 years from now, geez, Kyle, step up. Um, But it's, uh, you're a race car driver and you race. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. So your question, um, we're we're actually skipping a show because episode 100, recorded episode 100 is my next show and I'm going to be my own guest. Um, Kyle's time to say thank you to the previous 99 guests that have been on the show and to the people that have made made it possible for me to be here. So we're skipping a show. Um, and so my next guest after me is gonna be Cole Anderson, who is a guy that you probably know Cole pretty well, is, a, is another la- uh, a modified driver, um, number 97. And I think I think Cole is from kind of Southwest, like Le center Minnesota, down by Mankato, that area. But he's been coming up to Central Minnesota, racing some classes up here with us, and um, and he's going to be my he's going to be my guest. So what what would your question to a fellow modified driver, Cole Anderson be?
1: Um, is is he? Uh, I know the car and him, but I don't. I only have known of him this year. Yes. Is, yep. Me too.
0: Is he a rookie? Boy, I would be stunned if he's a rookie because <laughs> he's 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 fast, like crazy fast. And so um, I would be stunned if he's a rookie. I don't think that he is, but he is a young guy. I mean, I talking to him. I don't he's late 20s. I would m- maybe guess we'll find that out on the show. OK, yeah,
1: Um, that's a question to him. <laughs> um, how old are you?
0: Did, yeah,
1: no, did he? Uh, let's see. I'd like to know how he got in the race scene okay um and what was his if he raced anything else i want to i'm kind of thinking that he raced asphalt before maybe that could very well be so i guess it'd that be would kinda,
0: be that'd be super fun questions
1: yeah see what he be, i would like to know what he likes between if if
0: he did race asphalt
1: yeah what do you, have you ever done that
0: have you ever just tried that nope would you yeah i would like to for sure go down to Elko and jump in a car right yeah Yeah. it's uh it's a whole different like there's the 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 handful of asphalt races that i've watched in like i've been to three different tracks that were asphalt and there's people bitch and moan because a dirt track gets one lined around the tires that's the line not asphalt there is no go up to the top and and like make up ground because the traction went away on the bottom like it's everybody runs the bottom that's the shortest way around and there's ultimate traction and so when you pass someone there you hurt their feelings every single time and so (laughs) there there is there's uh like they're nice about it they're professional but you get up underneath them get them a little loose push them out of the way and pass and then run because you know it's coming back at you yeah but well shame uh I, I look forward to calling a whole bunch more of uh you know up to I I hope I get super win number three hundred. I hope is that my track. And yeah. uh, and if not, then then we'll applaud you and congratulate you on getting that wherever it is. So right you're you're one of the good guys in racing. Uh um I, I, I am one of the guys that don't think you're the favorite guy. I, in fact, you're you're probably cheered for more to lose than to win at this point in your career because because it's we've seen Shane win before. And if somebody beats Shane, that's a better story, right? And yeah. so, um, so keep letting that fuel let that fuel you to to win more and more and more because you're you're good for the sport. and uh, uh, i'm I'm happy to be your friend.
1: well, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Awesome. That's Shane Sabrasky on After the Checkers with Kyle Hall. Thanks, everybody.